honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now we can add another tentacle to the show, Google Play Music. That's now available for Android phones as well. I know Google Podcasts is already on Android phones. Some of you maybe prefer Google Play Music. Just another avenue for people to find the show, and hopefully you can bring in some more listeners. Slow burn so far. I'm not sure if anybody's used it yet, but it's out there. It took a while to get on anyway. It took, you know, you have to get approval and all that stuff because it just might not be good. But Timberwolves played four games this past week, and, well, at the end of the day, the Timberwolves didn't win any of them. Yes, the Timberwolves lose all four games. It has been a pretty frustrating stretch, without a doubt. You had a pretty dramatic game with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I wish uh, I was dying to do the show after that. The game was about, what, seven, eight hours after I finished Timberwolves Explosion. Well, that's, yeah, about seven, eight hours after I finished Timberwolves Explosion. I'll say about seven hours. Um, and But, of course, the ending of the game, yeah, the ending of the game was, I don't know, the end of the game was about ten hours after Timberwolves Explosion. I wish uh, so much that I could have got to it, maybe 11 hours after, who cares, (laughs) regardless, the ending had me frustrated, now I barely even want to talk about it, right, I can't believe I had to wait a whole week to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder game and what took place, Uh, of course, the Los Angeles game went awful, the defense for the Timberwolves has just gone off the charts bad, uh, giving up over 50% every single game, the Laker game, there was just no stopping, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron and whoever. It just was a joke. They just rolled right through us. Oklahoma City Thunder was a close game. The game the Timberwolves should have won, hopefully ending a two-game skid, but it just didn't work out. And then frustration takes over, blah, blah, blah. We'll get to that one in a second. I want to talk about Andrew Wiggins a bit, too. He's clearly dropped off, unfortunately, in the month of uh, December. Yeah, after a great start. Obviously, November was great. We were all excited with how well he was doing. And then... You know, and then you're seeing a drop-off in almost every category, except free throw percentage, which is cool. At least he's making his free throws. November, Andrew Wiggins shot 48.3%. He's down to 41.2 in December. Same, similar in October, 41.9. People thought, same old Wiggins. After, again, he's, he had some moments. You get the rebounding. Uh, the rebounding is down about half a rebound. Uh, the blocks, at least he's at about a block and a half this year, which is awesome. Generally speaking, slow start in October, but whatever. 22.4 points from 27.1 in 11 games in November, only 5 in December so far. But still, enough of a sample size to give you something. 85% free throw percentage from 64, that's great. But again, a field goal percentage that drops 7%, that's a ton in the NBA. 7% is like unbelievable. 3%, or excuse me, over 9% from three-point range, pardon me. 39.5 down to 28.1. I don't know. You've seen a significant drop-off out of Andrew Wiggins, and you're seeing this team not play defense at all. Uh, it's been a gigantic frustration. Wiggins has dropped off. Hopefully he can bring it back. Again, 22.4 is nothing to sneeze at, but I'd like to see that 24, 25 a game, which is where he was at. That was awesome. And again, 27 in November. I'm not necessarily expecting 27 for the whole season, but 
hey, if he gets it, he gets it, and that would be freaking awesome. Ah, that would be nice. We got to see Nas Reed debut, but oh well, he just made like a shot, I guess. So we'll get back to that. That's not important at the moment, but I'm happy for him. Hopefully Nas Reed can have a a solid career, carve out a solid NBA career. Let's get to Oklahoma City, though. Last Friday, again, I was dying to do it after the show. I was interacting with uh, Tanae Brown on Twitter. That was a lot of fun. Levi, I believe, a little bit as well. Oh, man. I think Vinrock Mr. Mano chimed in at some point. I forget if we... I don't think we conversated during the Laker game, or maybe we did, but yeah. Oof. Boy. Mm. Yeah, the Lakers did good in that game. <laughs> Can't say much about us, unfortunately, in that one. Yeah, looking forward to an entertaining game after the Vikings, uh, you know, had a sleepwalk, kind of a preseason game with the Detroit Lions. And then, yeah, oof, duh. That was right after I'd finished Purple Mafia. Wolves and Lakers was quite despicable. But uh, good for Vinrock, Vince Germano. His team has a legitimate shot to win it all. That's for sure. I mean, they sure do. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. This game against uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Remember Jeff Teague on the last show. I gave him the Johnny Flynn Memorial because he was showing no energy, this and that. People frustrated with him. I certainly wouldn't call him the most hated player on the team because I, I know there was a poll on Flip's Army and it's like, nah. I don't know, Jimmy Butler or Stephon Marbury for me, if you want to talk most hated Timberwolves player. It's not Jeff Teague, no. Uh, just may- maybe people don't like the contract, but, I mean, Terrell Brandon was more frustrating than Jeff Teague. I think, I mean, Jeff Teague at least drives the basket once in a while. And Jeff Teague had an awesome game, 4 of 5 from downtown. And 12 of 17 overall, 32 points, a season high. against the OKC Thunder, Jeff Teague, literally... I mean, every time I call somebody Johnny Flynn Memorial, it seems like they come out and play well. Similar in hockey with James Shepard. It seems to happen. I mean, you go from Eric Stahl, the center of the wild, the uh, top-line center, was the, you know, James Shepard Memorial. That's the version of, you know, similar to Johnny Flynn. And then he's the Mike Madonna Award winner. Unbelievable. Uh, Jeff Teague is knocking on the door of that alpha wolf, I gotta tell you. A uh, frustrating game. Again, no Andrew Wiggins in the game, but again, like I said, he had been dropping off. Uh, Jared Culver did not have a good game, and he was a huge conversation for the Alpha Wolf last year. I think, yeah, I even actually gave it to him. I hit him kind of semi-share with Carl, because Carl almost always gets it. Boy, Kada had an awful game as well. Like, where's Kada? Where the heck is Kada? Over 7 overall. No points in almost 19 minutes. He got an assist and a personal foul. And, oh, he got one defensive rebound. Okay. Uh, minus 16 for the night. I don't know what happened to Kada. Gorgie, not much going on there. Trevon, whatever. Shabazz Napier started really well. Shabazz Napier started really well in this game. And he got really bad. And he just started taking stupid-ass shots, like Anthony Peeler style. And then he's missing layups. He missed multiple layups. He still finished 5-9. and nine. You think, Napier had a good game. Yeah, he was 5-5. Five of five, And he missed his last four shots. Made a couple free throws. Thank you very much. No assists. Come on, you're a freaking point guard, by the way. Why are you just gunning out there? Uh, he reminds me of Sebastian Telfair in a lot of ways. Um, I liked Telfair in some ways, and I did not like Telfair at all in other ways. Sometimes the gunning drove me nuts. Um, he's built like Sebastian Telfair. A small guy, very small guy, Sebastian Napier. One of the smallest guys on the floor, obviously. A point guard to begin with, but I mean, he's an actual small point guard. Um, but yeah, took some dumbass shots. And he's another guy, again, just like uh, Sebastian Telfair that came in. Uh, to the NBA, all hyped up. And Shabazz Napier, I mean, LeBron loves him. If LeBron loves him, he's got something. He's got something going on, and the Heat took him and all that. And then he never played with uh, LeBron James on Miami. And he's pretty much gone from what was supposed to be a starting point guard to a backup ever since. He's got skills, but I don't know. He's he's very limited. Uh, again, I mean, Telfair, is it the size? Is it this or that? 
Chris Paul's not the tallest guy in the world, but he's certainly built like a rock and a son of a... Yeah, let's just leave that alone. Yeah, leave it alone temporarily. It'll it'll, it'll come. It'll come. Uh, it's, it's a shame to see Keelan Martin basically get buried, and he's not the same. He was missing everything in the, uh, the, the previous games that he actually got in. This one, he played six and a half minutes, didn't attempt a shot. He was just kind of a decoy out there, if you can call Keelan Martin a decoy. Just kind of on the floor, I guess. He's just there. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, Shabazz Napier. Some of the horrible shots he took. Frickin' Shabazz Peeler. Oh, come on, man. Some of the shots he took again after that nice hot start. Four of four, five of five. And then he finishes five of nine. And, oh, come on. Okay, see, mounted a bit of a comeback. You had your moments here and there. Jordan Bell was like, wow, I mean, we're all excited. Jordan Bell, he's playing great. Now this guy's role is going to increase. As he's been getting increasing minutes the past few games, he'd been doing better and better and better opportunity to make a couple shots at the free throw line to hopefully wrap this thing up, put the Wolves up by two possessions, he misses them both, he misses them both, that's right, Jordan Bell misses them both, oh, come on, Jordan, come on, man, ah, ah, I hated it, it was bad, um, and then he missed them both again, he missed multiple free throws in the game, he missed four free throws out of six, so two of six, obviously, from the, uh, the line, he got some clutch rebounds and got some points up close that were really important, help the Wolves cause because there wasn't a whole lot of help off the bench other than again Napier's hot first half first half yeah second half he started to suck reality started to set in you know he's not that good he's not a he's not a nine of nine guy you know not that anybody really is just certain games maybe maybe Anthony Davis maybe like 17 of 18 might as well be something like that 50 freaking points David Robinson 2.0 against the Wolves remember Robinson I'll never forget that 50 point game three-pointer at the buzzer to get to 50. I bring that up every now and then. He, yeah, Anthony Davis, we'll get back to him in a moment, who he reminds me of. Yeah, you can already tell, but what I'm saying. Jordan Bell again, multiple free throws missed down the stretch, and then you get the big hustle rebound by Josh Akogi. You're feeling good, like, thank God, after Chris Paul had had some big moments, and then he missed some shots. Chris Paul had a huge game, obviously, magically, like he always does against the Wolves. Always seems to find a way to have a big game against the Wolves. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, I guess it's Schroeder now. I, I, I thought it was, you know, like originally you think Schrader, and then you think, okay, it's Schroeder. They say Schroeder. Now it turns out to be Schroeder. He had a big game. Um, one of those fantasy players who barely gets in the lineup, but occasionally he has games like this and helps you. M- miraculously, he was in the lineup. I'm surprised for me that helped. Not that that matters to you at this moment. Chris Paul, though, again, missed a three down the stretch. Thought the Wolves are going to be okay. Blah, blah, blah. Big athletic rebound after one of the misses down the stretch from Jordan Bell. Get the big uh, athletic rebound by Josh Akogi to save our asses. <sighs> Gets the timeout. Carl Anthony Towns shoots a free throw. Wolves lead by by only one. You hope you can get somewhere. Or the Wolves lead by two already. Excuse me. Wolves lead by two. You're hoping you can make both free throws and wrap this thing up. Wolves lead by two, <laughs> as I'm almost going to get this wrong. The Wolves lead by two. Carl magically misses the free throw. That's great. Thanks. You just knew something's not good. Okay, okay, so, oh, Jordan Bell's stubbing in, you know, to get a rebound if need be, particularly because you think Carl's going to miss on purpose. So Jordan Bell's stubbing in, and everything's okay. And then you can hear one of the referees talking about that's a delay of game. And you hear Chris Paul saying, damn right, damn right. I guess it was Chris Paul. Yeah, it had to have been him. You could hear him saying, damn right. 
And it turns out Chris Paul was pointing over, you know, when they show the replays and the camera angles, pointing over his, oh, Jordan Bell didn't have his jersey tucked in all the way. He was just still tucking it in. The son of a gun. He's delaying the game. No, he wasn't delaying the game because Carl Anthony Jones is shooting free throws. But they call it anyway. Your mother. <laughs> they call it anyway. And uh, I've never seen it, man. I mean, Ryan Saunders has some funny facial expressions, but I've never seen him like that. The shock on his face. And he's like, what do you do? No, that can't be. It can't be, basically. And next thing you know, <laughs> as horrible as the moment was, it was the funniest thing I ever saw. <laughs> the way he had his hands over his head, on the top of his head, and the horror in his face looked like a looked like a bad acting in a horror movie. Oh, the poor guy, Ryan Saunders. Just could not believe what he was hearing. The bleeping OKC Thunder get a technical free throw. Now it's like I'm getting the numbers all mixed up again. The Wolves are actually up by, by three. See, I'm just driving myself crazy. They make the technical free throw to make it a two-point game. You hope Carl misses the free throw so he can save the day, blah, blah, blah. You're hoping Jordan Bell or somebody gets the rebound. Carl makes it. No, that, that puts the Wolves up by two. Yeah, the Wolves were, uh, yeah, both back up by two. Wolves were up by two, made the technical. Yeah, this is driving me crazy. I apologize. It was a crazy situation. And um, puts the Wolves up by two. <laughs> puts the Wolves up by two. I'm just all tangled up by this game, which drove me absolutely nuts. So I was right the first time. That's what I thought. Wolves are back up by two because he made it. You were hoping you miss. The ball bounces around. The clock ticks out. There's no Oklahoma City miracle or whatever. But instead, he makes it. OKC gets the rebound. Hurls the ball down court to the ever-speedy Dennis Schrader, who did a stiff on Diggs, I guess. He caught the ball. So I guess it's Stefan Diggs. And just let go of it immediately for a layup off the glass. Why nobody got in front of Schrader, I don't know. Why Carl couldn't miss a damn free throw. After he, he, he does miss the first one. Now he misses the second one. Or makes the second one when he was supposed to miss to run the clock out. Because there's just not enough time. Instead, they're able to inbound it perfectly. Tie the game up and then overtime was what it was. Uh, Chris Paul's walking up to... Uh, uh, Ryan Saunders probably, you know, mouthing off a little bit, like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever the hell he was saying. Ryan Saunders did what he, did probably what he pretty much had to in that moment. Just kept his mouth shut and rolled his eyes at Chris Paul, like, get away, get away from me. And then the rest of the game, he looked like the angry video game nerd, if you are fans of that guy, where he had that, he was literally about to pop. It was silent. You could tell he was irate and... But he didn't want to say anything. He didn't want to get another technical or whatever. He didn't want to get a technical foul on him to cost the Wolves anything. Didn't matter. though. was 17-5 to demolition in overtime because everybody was mind-bleeped the rest of the game, including us fans. It was really frustrating. And I don't know, more reason to hate Chris Paul than, than ever. It just is what it is. Look how long this was. My God, 15 minutes already into the show, and this is one game review. But that's what it was. And it tells you how much I want to talk about the rest of the games. This is the interesting one. And, of course, there was the moment there that drove everybody crazy. Everybody was just, you know, beside herself, beside herself. You know, okay, it's like, yes, sure, delay of game. The guy walks in with his jersey untucked. His jersey was half tucked in. You're shooting a free throw, and it was at a moment in the game. You just don't call that crap, and everybody agrees with that. Nobody's ever seen that before, and, well, it is what it is. Chris Paul's a bleep hole. Everybody knows that, and we just move on. Let's just move on. Two days later... Against a very forgettable 142 to 125 effort. 
no defense at all. I mean, just no defense, just nothing. I mean, I, I don't, do, you, do you even want to talk about this? 58%, 58.5, by the way, 45 from downtown and 90% from the free throw line. Wolves can't do much about the free throw line necessarily, except maybe some calls that don't go your way. But who's going to get calls in L.A.? Uh, Jeff T got another very efficient game. Minutes were cut down quite a bit, but he made half his shots, including two of three from downtown. Kata Bates, much better. Shabazz had a very similar game, but actually six assists this time. Uh, similar in the statistical category, but does it even matter? I mean, 142. When you give up 142 to the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Lakers of the world champion Los Angeles Lakers, which they might be again, this was garbage. Uh, Carl had some moments, but generally speaking, I don't know. He's he's out on the freaking perimeter too much. He's out on the perimeter too much. It's nice to be a stretch for, change things up, keep the defense honest. Obviously, you want to be able to make threes because somebody has to make threes on this team. Uh, Teague had sucked for so long, but he's making some now. That's good. Culver actually made a three in the game. Good for him. He actually was very, very efficient in the game. Only 23 minutes, but made almost everything. Drive into the hoop. Culver's good at driving to the hoop at this stage. He's more of a slasher than a shooter. It's safe to say that, too, at this stage of his career. Culver's definitely got that slashing ability. I love what he does. I love slashers. always have. I love when Andrews slash into the hoop rather than putting up, like, I don't know what the hell they are in the past. Like, those weird fadeaways. He's got much better handles. And improving your ball handling does make you more confident to attack the basket. That helped me quite a bit. Rather than taking only taking like spot-up mid-range shots, actually driving to the hoop, you get a lot more points that way, and you become a more dynamic player. And I think that's what Culver can do, obviously, with his ball handling. But I mean, Wiggins as well. That's why his numbers have improved dramatically this year. But generally speaking, other than some efficient games from guys like Covington, very efficient. A Kogi, extremely efficient for him. Four of five, three of five from down on. He made some nice spot-up threes in this game from the corner and such. 18 points, three of five. Really good game for Kogi. But generally speaking, I mean, it was just give the ball to Anthony Davis and he scores. Give the ball to Anthony Davis, he scores. Give the ball to Anthony da- Do you Do you feel a trend here? Yeah, and then LeBron just like just makes everything look easy. He does subtle things that tell you, I mean, there are certain players in this league that you just, you watch them and you just, they do subtle things that go unnoticed by the average fan. And, you know, experienced fans that have been watching the game for 20, 30 years, like luckily I get to be one of those people, some of you listening are as well, that have been watching the game for 20, 30 years. And you notice subtle things about certain players that have been around, been in the game a long time and have been established stars, Hall of Famers type players. And you're just like, there is something, there's a reason why they're like the best player in the world, third best player in the world, whatever. Because there's subtleties to their game that, again, that the average fan doesn't notice. The way they make everything look easy. Just going after a loose ball for LeBron James, he looked like he's, again, 35. He's just kind of floating on air and bounce passes as he's saving the ball through two defenders to his teammate. Uh, unbelievable. It might have been to Anthony Davis. It doesn't matter which player it was. Just the play itself. And this wasn't even in this game. But <laughs> everything he did in this game as well. Just he, he does it so effortlessly. And when he does go up the court, he's still got the speed. When he's when he is running the floor is what I'm trying to say. And uh, it's it's something to watch. I mean, it's something to appreciate. I'm I hope the Lakers stay healthy. As much as, you know, it's like we don't want to see them win their 17th title. I I get that, but the average Timberwolves fan does not. But I'm just saying, for the sake of the game of basketball, I hope these guys stay healthy. Like last year, that was depressing. You know, LeBron has a uh, injured his groin on Christmas Day, and you never see him again hardly the rest of the year. And the Lakers were just, you know, completely out of the picture. I understand it's the Lakers again. I get it. 
But there is, this team plays the game the way I like the game played. They do. And I'm going to tell you that straight up here. I, I, the Wolves don't have the personnel to accomplish what they want right now with the three-point shot. Luckily, we are improving. Well, they are. I mean, the Timberwolves are improving. Josh Okogie's threes are improving, which is encouraging, very encouraging. Wiggins were. Hopefully he can get it back. But Josh Okogie's starting to make a little bit of those corner threes, which he was not doing before. So I feel a lot better about that. The personnel, you know, again, like moving the ball around and uh, shooting three after three after three after three. It is it is the system. And it's going to be the system, if we like it or not. The personnel needs to be a better fit for it. But again, Josh Okogie, well, his three-point percentage for the season is up to 34%. That's not that bad, honestly. So, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Josh Okogie. There are days where it looks like he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn if his life depended on it. We all know that. And generally speaking, his field goal percentage, you know, it's in the low 40s. Hello, Ricky Rubio. That's far. Well, not, not even upper 30s usually, but yeah, I, yeah Ricky, yeah, yeah, I really am in, I'm really in position to get cocky and bash Rubio right now, aren't I? <laughs> no, I'm not. 50% for Josh, though, so far from downtown. 50% from Josh Okogie in December. So, not bad, eh? And a 10.5 a, a game into the points category. Obviously brings a lot of other things. And he's at 94% at the free throw line. So the guy is hitting his shots. His overall field goal percentage is still meh, about 42. That's about Josh Okogie. <laughs> 42, 43, 44. But he's making 95% from the line, and he is attempting over three a game. It's not like he's just, you know, won a game, whatever. Not bad. Not bad. He does get those hustle points, those big rebounds. And again, now he's making, you know, he's attempting three threes a game, and he's making half. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's an encouraging sign. I hope it continues. I hope it's not just a cute little mirage and it goes away. Keep it up, Josh. Keep it up, Josh. Uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? This game sucked. And uh, yeah. There was no defense, 58%. And gosh, freaking dang, Anthony Davis couldn't miss anything. It was so ridiculous. It's like, you know what, whatever. I love the way they play. I just hate getting killed by them, that's all. I love the way they play, but I hate getting killed. I hate the way the Warriors play. I just, I don't know, a lot of you think that's the greatest thing ever. The Warriors used to play. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. But the, the way they were playing the last six, five, six years... I'd rather uh, I'd rather see with the Lakers any day over the Warriors. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Now let's stop losing to the frickin' Suns. The Wolves did not do that. They keep losing to the frickin' Suns. They just keep doing it. Just keep doing it back-to-back. Boy, after that great effort against the Lakers where he gave up 142 points, let's give up 125 in the Valley of the Sun. Ricky Rubio looked masterful. <clears throat> Booker got his 26. He even added seven assists in the game. Okoge, well, he missed one free three-pointer. That's a shame. Only eight attempts in the game. Would have liked to have seen a little more, being that he's starting at small forward in this game at six foot four. That's kind of weird. He's too short to be a forward, man. He's too short to be a small forward, in my opinion. But it is what it is. If you have to start Culver and Wiggins, I guess that's where Kogi would start. Otherwise, he's a spark plug off the bench. Jeff T continued. Uh, well, we got to 16 points. He didn't shoot that well. This game was not good. Uh, Carl had a great game, by the way, 12 of 18, so that's good. He made two-thirds of his shots, including half from downtown, blah, 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 32 and 15. Fun in that sense, but generally speaking, another game that just, you know, not a whole lot went well. And Rubio, again, was masterful with 14 assists. Looked like John Stockton with uh, longer hair and stuff and uh, a Spanish-looking face. <laughs> 49%. We kept him under 50. Yeah, there you go. Kept him under 50. Hey, that you know what? That's progress. It's 9% less than last game, so 
It's 9% less than last game. It's, it's progress. 40% from downtown, though. Imagine that. The Suns making three-pointers. What a shock. Um, I don't know. I hated this game. The whole game, you could just tell they weren't going to win. It just, you know, back and forth. Yes, we're, we're going ahead in the first half, but by the third quarter, it was typical, you know, Kurt Rambis up to today. Just third quarter sucks most of the time, and at least when we're not playing well, the third quarter has been uh, an Achilles heel for this team. And this past week, it just felt like the, the same old crap the last, you know, like two, three, four years ago when the Wolves never made the playoffs. That's that's what this last week looked like. Not not fun. Not entertaining. Not fun at all. Not at, not at all. 125-109. I don't even want to say much about this. It's balls. It's just balls. Ugh, balls to the wall, right? And, of course, I yammered on so much about the freaking Lakers and the freaking Thunder. we got to keep moving. Uh, let's move on to Utah. Let's move on to Utah. The 11th of December, Thursday night. No, Wednesday night, pardon me. 127-116. Another game where, I don't know, Wolves just didn't play well. Obviously, the defense wasn't there. Rudy Gobert kind of had his way time and time again. He out-hustled, out-rebounded, great defense. Same old crap, 56.6. And they made 45, almost 46% from downtown. I don't know. Again, I'm just going to say it. It's... This looked like the Wolves when we were typically out of everything, out of the playoffs, out of the hunt, out of this, out of that. Just out. Just right out next to him. That's what the Wolves looked like. And Wiggins is back to his old efficiency rating that used to drive me nuts. 23 attempts, 26 points. That's that's it? Yep. Yep. One free throw attempted. Una. Una free throw attempted. One. But Jeff T got an awesome game. He made all four of his threes, 11 of 16. So Jeff Teague back to the 32-point department. Very efficient week for Jeffrey Teague, who is one of the guys in their 30s. Well, we're such a young team and everything, but, you know, at least, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're such a young team, but we do have veterans, right? And I don't want to hear about the young crap. I don't. I mean, Covington's, what, about 30? Carl's, you know, in his fifth year. Wiggins is in his sixth year. Okogie's young, I get it, but, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much of a ceiling he has, uh, other than, again, if he keeps making his shots, he'll he'll get better and better, if his uh, field goal percentage stays stays high, he has a chance to be pretty good. Jared Culver at small forward, I don't get some of these lineups, it is what it is, I don't know, it, it's a tough situation, because you don't have, like, a true blue starting point guard of the future, unless you do consider Jared Culver that, that's kind of debatable, he could be a playmaking shooting guard, I just say, you know, yeah, if you want to go, I think the most common sense lineup right now, if you want Jeff Teague to come off the bench, which again, 32 points off the bench is pretty awesome. If you want Jeff Teague to come off the bench and you want Josh Okogie starting, you want all that together. Shouldn't the starting lineup look like this? Culver, point guard. Okogie, shooting guard. Wiggins, small forward. And you could be that point forward when you want to talk about Wiggins playing point guard, whatever. Point forward. Point forward. Doesn't that make more sense? Am I, am I overstepping my, am I overstepping myself right now? Am I, am I, am I out of line here to say Wiggins small forward, Okogi shooting guard, and Culver point guard? Just flip flop Wiggins and Culver. Doesn't that make sense? Wiggins, as much as people trashed him about his lack of rebounding, he's a better rebounder than Jared Culver, and Culver's a good rebounder. Okogi's a good rebounder. All of them are now. Like Wiggins is a legitimate five to six rebound guy. Small forward. And again, small forward, you can be like a point forward. 
he could help out. Be like uh, another playmaker. Again, and a guy who can also, again, score some baskets. Duh. He did get 26 points, so I appreciate that. It's just still, the way he got there was not good. Uh, Jeff Teague, 16 attempts, 32 points. I mean, that's about as efficient as you're going to get. It, it really is. Carl, 15-21, not a good game. 6-15 overall. Rudy Gobert is frustrated. Carl Anthony Towns since dinosaurs roamed the earth. I hated, I don't know, I hate playing the Jazz. And we always lose to them. And frickin' doesn't matter if it's here or there. Oh, boy, what a quiet game this was, too. I understand the weather's not been so hot, but still, oof. 12,000 12, 12, people. And I know I'm guilty. Heck, I mean, I, it's hard for me to get to games. I'm not a big fan of going to games anymore with HD and all that. You have HD TV, blah, blah, blah. Of course, the quality of the HD has not been good. Fox Sports North looks like crap. Let's just be honest about that. And the maybe that's why maybe that maybe the Wolves are paying them or other maybe every team maybe the leagues are paying these channels to not do that. I'm just kidding. It's, it's a bandwidth issue, but um, no, the security. It's like an airport. That's what kind of scares me from going to games as well. I, yeah, I just want to watch a game. I don't want to get you know. I don't want to get scanned. You know. Let's just say this. I have a, a piece of metal in my body. I'll leave that as is, for those of you. And it's a headache beyond belief when you're just trying to go into a game and. Yeah, I, no, yeah, no. You know what I mean? So, that's stuff like that. I'm one of those people that has the, the, the metal detector goes off, yes. So, we'll leave that as is. It sucks. And this game was not an entertaining night at all. Utah, the third quarter. Need we say more? The third quarter again, 38-24. It just is what it is. This was not entertaining at all. The uh, Let's get on with it. Alpha Wolf Award, already 30 minutes, but four games to review, only two to preview. So, we'll move a little quicker in segment two, I'm sure. <laughs> depending on where my mind takes me, we're talking about the teams coming up. <laughs> one of them is pretty cool. The other one has got some hope, too, eventually. But ah, be quiet, Joey, right? Alpha Wolf is going to Jeff T. Congratulations. Uh, it's been a little while. He's, he, he's gotten a few over the years, the couple years he's been here, two and a half years. But uh, well played. Well played. Well played after, you know, getting, you know, I, it's not like I trashed him, but I did complain about him a bit on the last episode. Uh, well played, though. Very efficient week for Jeff Teague. The Johnny Flynn Memorial. Ah, boy. Ah, Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul, no. The Timberwolves, the way they responded to that situation, the just, just and, you know, the missing free throws, just the way the Wolves handled things against Oklahoma City in the last minute, two minutes, the way things were handled, I, come on. that That's that's really the Johnny Flynn for me. I, I'm not going to give it to an individual player. Just the way things were handled. Come on, guys. Make your... Gosh darn free throws, you know, suck it up. And I don't know, I guess just have your damn jersey tucked in. I don't know. Know your opponent. Know how jackassy and that guy can be. Watch out for him, you know, and I don't know, learn from that experience. That's all I can say. That guy's a jackass, Chris Paul. And I, I want to give it to him, but obviously well played, I guess. If you can manipulate the referees to do something that ends up changing the outcome of a game, so be it. So be it, Jedi. So be it. Ugh, I'd like to drop him down that hole that Darth Vader dropped the Emperor down. I'd like to pick him up the way Vader did and drop him. That would be nice. I'm sure a lot of you would like to do that right now, or at least at the time of that game, but unfortunately the past is the past. We can't redo it. Ugh. We might get a league apology, right? That's about it. Oh, we apologize. That was the wrong thing. But you still lost. Sorry. Sorry. Well, don't do it again then, you son of a... With that said, take a break, preview two games, and be back after this. Chris Paul, never again, Chris, never again. 
And we are back here on Timber Wolves Explosion, if we can call it that. We're going to have to call it that. Minnesota Terminals will be playing the other Los Angeles team, hosting the Los Angeles Clippers tonight on ESPN, some national TV tonight. National TV, and there's 720 broadcast as well, but yeah, 720 HD, you know, yeah, 720. That's just all there is out there. Everything looks 720. Yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is, eh? A team I think has all the chances in the world to compete for the Western Conference title, but I think I might be wrong about who wins the West. We'll see, though. We'll see. Kawhi versus LeBron. Oof. Man, this is good basketball. Okay, is it okay? Is it okay to say we're the? Uh, it, it's okay, right? To say I'd rather see the Clippers and the Lakers versus the the, the getting to see uh, the Golden State Warriors again in the NBA Finals versus Cleveland or whoever. It is it okay? It's okay, right? Please tell me it's okay. It, it's got to be. It's going to have to be okay. Kawhi bleeping Leonard. He's been phenomenal. Obviously, Paul George finally coming back from the injury and all that. He's out there. Kicking some butts, I guess. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, Paul George has been awesome. Obviously, the Los Angeles Clippers, 19-7. and seven. They've got to be way up there at the top of the Western Western Conference. Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers. I do think that is the Western final. I do. I really do. I really do. Uh, Lou Williams, obviously one of the best six-man ever. Uh, he's averaging 20 points a game. Montrez Harrell is helping out quite a bit as well. Yeah, that guy can shoot like no tomorrow. He can put the ball in the basket. He does a good job out there. Tough player, tough player, efficient. Patrick Beverly, yep, he's kind of like got a little bit of that Rondo in him. A little bit, uh, <laughs> a little chippy, but he gets the job done. Player after player, but it's all about Kawhi and Paul George, of course. We all know, and Lou Williams. Uh, but nice to see Montrez Harrell stepping into Michael Green, a guy that, uh, you know, Wayne Hunt has loved over the years with the Memphis Grizzlies. Wasn't there very long. Mo Harkless. There's some decent role players on this team. Jerome Robinson still buried way down there. Again, like I was talking about, all rookies take forever before they finally start to get into stride. Like, uh, you know, like Jared Culver. You know, he's, he has his quiet moments and then he steps up and he looks so good. And he's the way he faced against, uh, he faced right up against uh, Luka Doncic and just took the ball away from him. That was really cool. That was awesome. It looked like a veteran schooling a rookie. That's what it looked like. And that was awesome. Yeah, so again, now he didn't just hold his own like Indy E B did against LeBron James in some some summer league game. Ooh, he held his own. He held his own. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah. Indy E B, LeBron James, <laughs> Kawhi, Paul George. Yeah, that's a different story. They are definitely the best competition for LeBron James and uh, Anthony Davis at this stage. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm looking forward to it already. I am, and basketball is just so much more fun now. And again, call me a dork, call me this, call me that. How many times do the Wolves play the Clippers this year? Should be a significant amount. Yep, three, yeah, it's four times as I expected. This is the uh, inaugural game for this season. Uh, that's tonight, of course, the 13th of December. Then you got you got to wait all the way till Feb 1st, a home and away kind of with a week, week and week deal. Feb 1st, Feb 8th. Uh, Los Angeles, Staples Center, yes, Target Center on Feb 8th, and then April 13th, way, way later in the year. We always play L.A. teams really late in the year, don't we? We always do like Golden State, Los Angeles, and Los Angeles. The, the San Diego Clippers, the San Diego Super Clippers. Okay, let's stop. Uh, it's going to be a very entertaining game, I think, particularly, but eh, it'll be fun to see the Clippers anyway. 
it would be the most beautiful thing ever if the Wolves were to step up and get the job done, but I got a crappy feeling. Here comes loss number seven. I, I really do. I mean, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to badmouth the team, but we're not playing well right now. I mean, you know, does it take rocket science to figure that out? The Timberwolves are not playing well right now. I don't have a whole ton of faith that the Timberwolves are going to win this game. Paul George has been a problem. Kawhi Leonard is, you know, do, do, do the Wolves ever beat Kawhi Leonard, really? Do they ever beat him? Like, we beat the Spurs usually when they don't have him in there. So, I just think the Clippers are going to do what they need to do tonight. That's just my belief, unfortunately. Clippers have won four of their last five. They only lost one to the Milwaukee Bucks, which I actually picked to be a possible NBA Finals this year. I, I mean, it's a possibility. Very possible. Clippers, Bucks, uh, Sixers, Clippers, Sixers, Lakers, Bucks, Lakers. That's kind of your final four. Toronto is still in the mix, though. God, they're good. God, they're good. But, uh, Homecoming most recently for Kawhi Leonard, uh, coming back for its, uh, after winning the championship, and they beat the Toronto Raptors 112-92. That's, that's pretty impressive. Beat a solid Pacers team on the road. They've won. Man, they've been good on the road. The, the LA Clippers only lost to Milwaukee, a four-game road trip there, six games overall, visiting Minnesota tonight, and then Chicago tomorrow, so back-to-back. Hopefully, hopefully the Clippers are uh, ever beatable tonight. They're lucky that it, they're lucky that we're, they're not they're not playing us on the second of the back to back. I think that'd be a possible win for the Timberwolves, but I don't think so. I don't like the way the Wolves are playing. We don't match up well with this team. We we just don't. Uh, Clippers, uh, such an efficient club, so efficient. They're fifth in the league in scoring, second in rebounding. The Wolves are somehow third, which is crazy. But I do believe the uh, Clippers end up getting the job done. Good solid defense, and you know they keep opponents down. They do. They keep them down in the nineties very often. I think this is going to be something along the likes of 118, 112. No, it's not going to be that high for us. But we score. But yeah, it's going to be like 118, 112, 118, 100 possibly. I hope it's not that bad. Maybe maybe more like 112 to 100. That's probably more like it. A little, little lower scoring. Colonel Anthony Towns obviously is going to be a huge reason. Uh, I'd love to see Wiggins get his efficiency up, improve, hit hit your shots, be more efficient. Don't have to take 26 shots to get to 27 points. You know, just something good. I think Jeff T continues his strong play, but I do believe the Clippers end up winning 112-100 at the end of the day. That's just my vibe. That's just my vibe. Uh, let's move quickly here. We get to play the... <laughs> we get to play the team still waiting on their star rookie to come back. That it would be, uh, obviously, Zion Williamson, the New Orleans Pelicans. Several days of rest. Hopefully this is a... Uh, Recipe for success. Four days off for the Wolves. Time to kind of rest, relax, and end the seven-game losing streak, which I do believe the Wolves will do. The New Orleans Pelicans have obviously not been good. Former Laker players in that club have played well, but they're not winning games. It just is what it is. New Orleans Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans are very much out of it right now. 6-19 and on the season. To me, there's no excuse. Uh, Brandon Ingram's taking advantage of a golden opportunity to be a piece out there, uh, to be a very valuable piece to his team and make some money in this league. Not that he isn't anyway, because NBA players make more than anybody on the planet, practically. I mean, gosh, <laughs> CEOs make less than some of these guys. Ridiculous. Than most of these guys, actually. CEOs, yeah. Maybe not all of them, though. Uh, they have lost all five games. So both teams on a massive losing streak at this stage. At least a six-game losing streak. Yeah, it is a six-game losing streak so far for the... Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, Wolves are on a 7. I believe, or Wolves, I believe, will be on a 7. They're both on 6 at this moment. Who do the, uh, who do the Pelicans play up until then? I'm not quite sure. Now I'm looking at this the wrong way. I apologize. Let's back up a little bit. 
very impressed though with uh, Brandon Ingram thus far. Obviously for the Pelicans, I've always loved Drew Holiday. It's a shame. Uh, I keep thinking Anthony Davis is still there for some reason, and you even had Demarcus Cousins there. I mean, Demarcus Cousins has been all over the place. Chances are he can recover and return to the uh, LA Lakers this season. Believe it or not. They're 19th in field goal percentage, their 10th three-point percentage, which, okay, 9th in points, 19th in rebounds, so Wolves go out there, hopefully I'll rebound this team. Um, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of rebounding on this club. Brandon Ingram is, nope, yeah, Brandon Ingram has seven on the, uh, is second on the team with seven rebounds a game, and uh, Derek Favors is first at 8.9, which is nothing special. He's only about an 8-8 eight and eight kind of guy right now. 8-8, eight and 9-9, eight, nine and nine, I'd say. Jalil Okafor starting to get a little bit better after, boy, a couple of years where he looked like he might be out of the league. Jalil Okafor picking it up a little bit. Only played in 16 games. is averaging about 18 minutes a night. Not a whole lot to brag about with this team. Even Lonzo Ball is only averaging 5.5 assists. Kind of a shame. Vince Germano is probably seething on me right now. Vince Germano, Vinrock Vin Vin Germano. We'll talk about them more in the, the third segment. Oh, <laughs> J.J. Reddick's ever capable of tearing people up, though. We all remember that with the Clippers for quite a while against the Wolves. Oh, my. Oh, ever capable. 45% from downtown. Some nights he doesn't do anything, and then the next night he's making like nine threes. That's J.J. Reddick. He'll probably have something like that against us, but I still believe the Wolves finally end their losing streak, which I believe will be seven, unless somehow something wonderful happens tonight, which, you know, you, you never know. Julio Okafor is actually, you know, he's, he's, he's been efficient, it's a shame, though. It's a shame. You know, I wish he was good, too. A lot of us thought that one one of them is going to be a good player. The other one's going to be a legend. You hope Carl's the legend and Jalil's at least a, still a good player that people want. A guy who averages maybe even a really good player who makes multiple All-Star games. But then Carl's a legend. He gets to like 10, 15 All-Star games or something like that. MVP trophy, one or two of those. Because players don't pack. Players usually don't get six or seven MVPs unless you're like Michael or Kareem or something. <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, but it's it's sad. It's sad to see Jalil drop off so much uh, right away. But again, better than last year. He's, he's kind of moving forward, inching forward. Hopefully he can get out of it. I've always been a fan of Drew Holiday. He's the main point guard still, which I don't blame them at all. Uh, Lonzo Ball's got the skills and everything. But Drew Holiday has a lot. I, I, I love the guy. He gets steals, this and that. He'd be one of the reasons why the Wolves might lose the game, along with J.J. Reddick getting hot from outside. That would be a huge reason. And Brandon Ingram has been kind of Mr. Everything in New Orleans this year. Good on him. Yeah, he was a good player for the Los Angeles Lakers. But uh, now he gets a bigger role, especially with Zion Williamson still non-existent for the New Orleans Pelicans. Nikhail Alexander-Walker, N-A-W, naw. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what he's been so far. And that's what I was thinking about the Wolves taking him. Remember, that was one of the... One of the, one of the <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. I didn't even... I just jumped into that one. I didn't even think about that. It just happened. I, that's funny. <laughs> but one of the... What do they call it? Mock drafts. Finally got it through my head. One of the mock drafts had them taking Naw. <laughs> Kyle Alexander-Walker. That's basically what I was saying about it. I don't know, man. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of excitement about him. It's like, you never know. Maybe in the next couple of years, he's going to take off. I mean, heck, C.J. McCollum was, like, invisible as a rookie. Like, two points a game. Like, oh, boy, glad the Wolves passed on him. At least your boss does something out there. Gorgie. We got Gorgie. He's so valuable. Not that that isn't true, by the way. Gorgie was good. Shabazz Muhammad. I don't know. He has his, he had his moments. But he kind of reminded me of Isaiah Ryder in a lot of ways, minus the Coke can. 
and the excuses of missing practice, but still similar player, I thought, actually. Very similar. Poor defense. Occasionally can explode, but low IQ. <gasps> no, did I say that? But uh, yeah, this guy, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, CJ McCollum, we all know what he is. Whew, he's, he's a stud. Yep, obviously. New Orleans Pelicans next game will be against the Philadelphia 76ers. Good luck with that. And then they'll play the Magic, which we'll see. And Brooklyn, we'll see. So maybe they'll be on a massive losing streak, nine games, and hopefully the Wolves can give them number 10. And then they get to play the Warriors. Watch out. Okay, that's actually not, yeah, it's the opposite now. It's kind of funny. It's weird, just like the Bulls after Michael left. It's kind of weird, but, you know, different situations. It, it kind of, it doesn't help when you have multiple guys out for a long, long time. It kills your season. You're, you're screwed. <sighs> Unless they get a really good draft pick and changes things right back into where they were again. I hope not. Please, Lord, don't let it happen. <laughs> Hopefully they make a big mistake in the draft. Please. <laughs> I hate the Warriors, man. I don't care who, I don't care what year it is. I don't want them to be good. I, I do believe the Wolves beat the Pelicans. Carl Anthony Towns should be very successful against this team. I expect him to get 17 rebounds in the game, 33 points. He's going to have one of those big, big showings. Yeah, very efficient. Take advantage. Play inside some more. You know, it's okay to take those catch-and-shoot threes from the top of the arc, not the top of the key. That's a correction I want to make. I called it the top of the key. That's that. Yeah, we all know what that is, and I said it anyway. It's that area, yeah, the circle above the free-throw line, beyond the free-throw line, you know, kind of like a high school three-pointer. Yeah, the top of the arc. Yeah, the top of the arc. He's, he's obviously, you know, take some of those, the catch-and-shoots, keep a Kogi going, and uh, a Kogi and Wiggins from the, uh, the corner. That'd be great. Obviously, a Kogi can hit that corner three. He can. He can hit the corner three on the catch and shoot. I love it. Where Wiggins is more of like a dribble, dribble, get in rhythm and let it go type of shooter. A little better in that percentage again, which still baffles me. But again, uh, Kogi and uh, Carl. Kogi from the corner. Carl from the top of the arc hitting those threes. I do believe the Wolves will be successful in this game. I do believe so. I think the Wolves score points against this club. Quite a bit of them, actually. Ah, the gosh, they're giving up 139 to the Suns. They gave up 130 to Dallas. I don't think we're going to get 130, but 125. 125 to 110. I, I expect the Wolves to come out and end this losing streak resoundingly against the New Orleans Pelicans. 125-110. Carl gets in the 30s. Wiggins will be knocking on the door. 26, something like that. Hopefully T can keep it coming. But Akogi, keep, keep Akogi going. Keep the Akogi train rolling. I love it. The Kogi three-point train from the from the from the corner. Let's keep him coming. If he can become a three and D guy, Covington obviously like like a Covington. As who knows if Covington's going to end up getting traded for God knows. I don't think anybody wants him to get traded, but it could happen. It could happen. Imagine him on the Lakers or something, or the Clippers or the Bucks. Yeah, who knows? We'll worry about that when it happens. But uh, I expect Kogi to become more and more of a three and D guy. It'd certainly raise his value and keep hitting those catch and shoot threes. Wolves win one twenty-five. 110. Take a quick break. Fan interaction after this. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number three. Time to interact with you out there in Australia, New Zealand, and of course the United States, Minnesota, 
South Dakota, South Dakota, maybe Iowa, maybe Canada. God bless all of you, even China and Philippines, who knows? I mean, it's a worldwide show. That's what's great about podcasting. As long as you have some kind of internet connection, you can download the podcast anywhere. So cool, and uh, I want to thank... Uh, I want to thank Levi Brown showing images of uh, adding Timberwolves explosion to his home screen on his Android phone, which I have as well. I have an Android phone as well. I love Android, and looks like Tanae does as well. Uh, excuse me, Levi does as well. Thank you so much for having having Timberwolves explosion on your homepage. What an unbelievable honor! I can't thank you enough. That is the coolest thing. I I, I really really appreciate it. Got to mention this as well. Apologize to those of you last week. It might have hurt the numbers for the show a little bit. Might have, because I think, yeah, might have. Uh, I hope it didn't hurt uh, potential new listeners who are like, what the hell is this? He's talking about the NBA draft, like in 2019. Yeah, somehow, some way, I don't know how it happened, but somehow, some way, I must have accidentally clicked on the uh, State of the Timberwolves. Or no, it was a draft review, I believe. Draft review, free agency conversation, that one. Somehow, yeah, so that would have been early July. Uh, somehow it bumped that one, I don't know how, maybe episode 260 or something like that and it loaded up last week, so it was like for an hour and I was like, no, no I couldn't believe that happened so I had to hurry back and fix that, it was out for a good couple hours too, so I apologize to those of you out there that were like, what the hell so, thank you Levi uh, Tanae, Vinrock, Vince Germano, guys that were like ah, it's the wrong show, Joey wrong show What? so, got it going, thank you so much I uh, apologize for the delay on that, too. I wish I saw your tweet earlier. Shoot, that that's not me. You know, I mean, I need to look at Twitter more often because Twitter is crucial, man. And the flakes are starting to float around. Very pretty. Love to see little snowflakes coming down the Golden Valley apartment. And there's the train track. And remember last uh, winter I talked about a fox trotting around. Fox trot. Yeah, they, they, they trot all right. Trotting around on the rail tracks. Hopefully that happens again. Love having this uh Love this view while I'm doing the podcast. Gotta love it, doing the episodes. Twitter, at Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion. Can't thank you enough, guys, for retweeting the show. Levi and Vinrock, Vince Germano, Reese Padretti, Pumpa. The Pumpa Pumped. Uh, also out of Australia for uh, liking the show there. Thank you so much. Levi out of New Zealand. Levi and Tanae out of New Zealand. Vinrock, Vince Germano out of Melbourne, Australia. And, of course, yep, I was talking about the show's finally up uh, correctly. And that's ready to rock and roll. Thank you, Tanae. Yeah, for retweeting that one as well. When I was saying it's the right show, he was asking, no Wiggins today? And I was like, nope. Uh, thumb. He had a thumb issue going on. In this, in this case, not personal issues this time around. Levi Brown was saying, good to see Teague with a good half. Would drive me crazy if he had another uninterested performance. I feel you there. <laughs> he must have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he he we talked about him a bit on the last show in a negative light. Levi was saying, looks like we're heading toward another classic Wolves Thunder game. And, oh, it was classic. It's just the way it ended. Lord. Lord. Uh, we were talking about how well they were doing in the first quarter. And things are going right. It's going to be a crazy ending in OT. And, yeah, well, it ended up being, we were hoping for a regulation. It ended up being OT. Yep. Levi was saying, you know, I like both of these teams. Yeah, because Levi's wearing an OKC Thunder jersey in his image there. So, yes, uh, you know I like both these teams, but that was still a gutting loss for the Wolves. Have to say, pass from the big Kawhi to Schrader, the big the big Kiwi, not big Kawhi, big Kiwi, that would be Steven Adams, yes, to allow Schrader to get the layup off. Um, that was that was pretty good. It, w- it was a good one. 
it was a hell of a play. The big Kiwi. Yep, that would be. <laughs> yep, Steven Adams. What an awesome player he is, by the way. And he's funny, too. You know, he can be funny. He's kind of like, what the hell kind of call was that? You know, just the way he's <laughs> like, really? You know, <laughs> I was saying Chris Paul's a douche. Vinrock and Tanae like that one. Oh, Chris Paul, God. Oh, <laughs> I hate him. And then the Courtside Podcast up to the show. And it was so funny. The Courtside Podcast, Wayne Hunt, Memphis fan. Vinrock, Vince Germano. Uh, Wayne Hunt is from Sydney, by the way. Vinrock, Vince Germano, Melbourne, Australia. Lakers fan, Stu Benson. Sydney, Australia, and auctioneer extraordinaire, <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers fan. Of course, it's an NBA show. They talk about their teams uh, a bit, but of course, they go all over the league, including talking about us and giving us shout-outs. Isn't that cool? Shout-out to Two Rules Explosion. Gotta love that epi- uh, the podcast. Fun episode. They talked about how Joey's been kind of hard on Culver, and it was like right after I'd recorded about how Culver was... Uh, Culver's been doing so good, and I even gave him the Alpha Wolf. So it's kind of funny how that turns out. That's just how it goes. Like, you're busy editing in some cases. Sometimes you got to really edit the show, especially when it's a group of guys. It's a little different when it's uh, more than one person. You might spend a little more time editing, depending on the sound and coughs and sneezes and cursing. I know, not cursing, but God knows what. <laughs> Jumping on top of each other accidentally. It's a When it's a round table or a triangle, we could say, things happen like that. Why am I getting into that? But uh, no, that's my. But that might be why you know it takes a little, it takes a little bit to get the show out, and they hadn't heard what I said about Culver yet, which is kind of funny. It's okay though; it happens. And you know, I, I was more hard on Culver around the draft, and then I started seeing signs like, okay, sure, yep, yep, and then then it's like, yeah, there, there, uh, there, there is an it factor to Jared Culver. He just needs to get stronger. Plain and simple, the guy needs to get stronger, and of course, keep improving the shot. Guys like Okogi and Culver improve their shot. My goodness, they're going to be good players. Okogi is going to be a super valuable, you know, six-man slash starter. And Culver could be a long-time starter who possibly becomes something special someday. I don't know about an elite star in the league, but he's going to be good. I think he's going to be a legitimate top six of the draft type of guy. He's not going to be like, yeah, we went six in the draft a few years ago. It's a little high, you know, he's just a solid player. You know, solid player, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be like that, actually. Um, yeah, Vinrock, Vince Romano was saying, this is a weird game. Was that the Wolves and Lakers? I think it was, yeah, it was just, it was weird, and it was weird. Kind of a little back and forth early, and then the Lakers just tore us to pieces. It was just too easy. Um, Vinrock, Vince Romano, yep, so we did talk back and forth a little bit during the Laker game, which is what it's all about there. Uh, LeBron wasn't hurt, maybe just... Who, who knows? Maybe he got banged up a tiny bit, but he certainly didn't look hurt. Came back out there and kept making it look easy. I was talking about how Shabazz Napier reminds me of Sebastian Telfair. Uh, the good and the bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He reminds me of Sebastian Telfair. He reminds me of Sebastian Telfair. I'm just being blunt and honest. Shoot, I bumped something now and picked up something I didn't need to do. 10A Brown, there he is. New Zealand's finest right there, along with his brother Levi. He says, one thing that really bothers me about Teague is how he wanders on defense without without talking. Saw a few plays tonight where he was moving around on D, which confused other players leading to open shots. This was the Phoenix game, I do believe. This was on the ninth, yeah. The, that wasn't a good game. That was actually one of, that was his weak game. And of course, yeah, defensively, he's not that good. He's really not. Looks like there's a response. Nope, oh, it's an A. Yep, here we go. Here's an example. Here's one of the examples. I, I love how you did this. I appreciate it. This was the Laker game. He floats. The middle to stop middle penetration, but no one knew he was going to be there. 
So no, no, no one knew where to recover. Let's watch it one more time. Where is Jake? Where is he? Up there, he's just kind of screwing around. Yeah, yeah. What is he doing? Just kind of screwing around. Da 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 da. da, da. Yeah, LeBron was uh, yep, being guarded by uh, Covington. Teague is just kind of yep, leaving his man wide open because he keeps floating. Just stay on your bleeping man. God, that that's what I don't like. You're really gonna help on LeBron? What's the point? What's the point? And by the way, what that what does LeBron do better than just about anybody right now? He kicks the ball to someone else. Yeah, he's one of the league leaders in assists for a reason. He draws you to him, and then he's like, oh, he's wide open. Catch and shoot three. Boom. The Wolves were actually leading by a point. Three points at the time. Hard, yeah, 56, 55. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, good job, Teague. Yeah, that, that, that is bad. And, you know, I mean, I was guilty of that at times in the past, too, when I used to play occasionally, and that was embarrassing. It's stupid. Just stay on your man. Just stay on your man, please. And that was a that was exactly a good example tonight. I appreciate that actually quite a bit. That was a good example. Um, love it. Um, I believe that's it for Twitter. Yep, and there we go. Levi Brown says yes. Google Podcast allows podcast to be added to the home screen, and he's showing the live and die by the three from the top of the key, <coughs> top of the arc, right? Yep, there's that Google Podcast. Oh, I love it. That's a that's a good interface. It is, and now it's on Google Play as well for some of you that are. Interested in that. Uh, Android, of course, right there. I, why did I just close Twitter? But at Wolves Explosion, please give that a follow. If you could. If you could. Let's get to the Facebook page, if humanly possible. We all like to see that spinning wheel doing a whole lot of nothing. That's what it does. I, I don't know. I hate Facebook on a browser nowadays. It stinks. I uh, don't know. Uh, no comments on anything. Of course, I didn't post a whole lot on there. It was more of a Twitter week this week. Make sure if there's any... Uh, Posts a page just in case uh, Wayne or Tanae or Vince posted something, if humanly possible. Of course, this is just driving me nuts right now. God Almighty! Welcome to the technology world. It's annoying as hell sometimes. So, if we could humanly get there one of these days. And yes, indeed, Wayne Hunt did post something. It was a YouTube video where Carl Anthony Towns was fed up. He is he wanted the bull. And, uh, yep. <laughs> Let's see this. <laughs> Wayne Hunt says, hey, Cat, how about rolling to the basket, get in the paint? And I couldn't agree more. I mean, get in the damn paint. That's been a problem, man. I'm getting tired of it, too. Now it's not loading. Why isn't it loading? Or is it just a... That should work. Aye, aye, aye. Stupid. Technology sucks. Technology really sucks sometimes. And, yeah, this one, God only knows what's going to happen here. But... <laughs> It's, yeah, it's just any, the whole thought is what counts there. I mean, just, you know, it, it, it be smarter. Seriously, be smarter. Like, why are you standing there demanding the ball on the, on the top of the arc, whatever, and just floating around in the perimeter when you could get in the paint and do something? Phoenix does not have a whole lot of powerful players down low right now. Take advantage of that. And it just, just shocks me. Even though Carl had a good game and everything, he could have had a better game. Take advantage. Kick some ass. Kick some ass. That would be great. But, of course, he just couldn't do that. It, it is what it is there. Um, extremely frustrating at the end of the day. <sighs> extremely frustrating. With that said, I'm frustrated with some of the technology of today. I, I don't know why. It just doesn't want to respond. It responds when it wants to. But, well, we got the show out. We got the show out, and things worked out fine. Snow's coming down a little bit more now, for those of you that care about that, I guess. Maybe in Australia, I'd like to see a little snow once in a while. I know Vinrock Vince Germano loves to see some uh, Christmas lights 
with snow on the ground. It looks cool, you know, in, in the evening. It looks really cool. That's something I love to do, trying to drive around when I get the time to look at some Christmas lights this time of year. There's, there's just nothing better. Uh, yeah, I keep, yep, it just is what it is. So with that said, i got to encourage you to, again, like the, follow the Twitter, like the Facebook page, at Wolves Explosion for the Twitter account, at, excuse me, yep, at Wolves Explosion, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion for Facebook, so I can actually fit it in that one, which is funny. And then there's the uh, the phone line, or actually no phone line, but uh, audio submission route, which we're going to go with now. I almost went back into an old routine there. The uh, <clears throat> audio submission route, basically all you do is uh, look for the free voice recording application on any smart device on the planet, click on it, get it started, click record, talk, treat it like a phone call, and hit stop, obviously, save it, and email it to, email slash send it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then upload it and convert it into an MP3 files for editing purposes. Not that I'm going to edit the call, but to put it in the show, you know, the editing software. Boom, right here, segment three, a lead-off segment three with Finrock Vince Germano, Tanae Brown, Wayne Hunt, Stu Benson, uh, you know, I'd love to hear Nicholas Simon. That'd be great out of Australia. Uh, would be really cool to hear from Lucas Quayle out of South Dakota. Brandon out of South Dakota. Wouldn't that be cool? I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys if you could. Somebody out there I haven't met yet. Maybe like, hey, this is Joe Q. I uh, Joe Q. Guy from Iowa. I love the Wolves. I love your show. Been listening for five seconds. No, for five years, whatever. Who knows? Uh, somebody out of Canada. Obviously, it's not going to cost you a cent. It's just you're just sending a file. That's all. Easy. Easy peasy. And Zumzar and Converto.com both are capable of converting a file from M4A, which is usually what the file is on a from a smart device, into an MP3, which makes it uh, allowable to go into Audacity and keep things rolling forward. Love to hear from you if you could do that. Keep it to around five minutes. Something along those lines. Can't wait to hear from any of you. Anytime. You'd be right here leading off segment three, and I would just be overjoyed to hear you, hear your voice on this air. I'd uh, love to hear from Vinrock at times yeah, when he talked about uh, Jimmy Butler or whoever. Yep, hope hope to hear from you. Hope to hear from you anytime you could. With that said, again, major shout-out to the Courtside Podcast. Of course, same type of, uh, you know, like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can get them on most devices, uh, most, uh, most devices, every device, basically, but most uh, podcasting software out there, like uh, Podbean, this and that. So... Potomatic, pardon me. Potomatic is what it's called. Still, still using that, I believe. But uh, Apple and Google and Google Music, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't know if they're on that one, but it's easy to do. Easy to get that uploaded. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, hurt you to upload it on that too, at some point. With that said, again, please tell your friends about the show if you could. Please tell your friends about the show. Encourage them. Uh, write a positive rating on Apple slash iTunes, whatever the heck you call it. Uh, Apple Podcast or iTunes or any application you use, if, if they allow that, write a positive rating for this podcast, if you could, for this show. It would only help in a great deal. And I thank you so much on the air if I see it. And I appreciate you in advance for those of you that would do that. With that said, hopefully the Wolves can end this losing streak tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers. That'd be pretty cool. Get things going in the right direction. I love the NBA draft, but it's not fun to be stuck in that situation every year where your team stinks, but, oh, we look forward to this one night every year. And usually you come home thinking, eh, you know, eh, that's kind of who I wanted, I guess. Sometimes they end up turning out better than you think, and other times not so much. Okogi, I did identify as an interesting player, and eh, we took him, and I was like, okay, you know, and he ended up being an interesting player. No star or anything yet, but we'll see. Culver, that's a very interesting one as well. We'll see what happens with that one. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, love him. Love him, actually. But uh, hopefully he can uh, continue. He's certainly not a star right out of the gate, but we'll see what happens. With that said, before I keep rambling and stumbling over myself for no reason, we'll call it a day, we'll call it a week, and hopefully the Timberwolves can end this losing streak in a big way because if they don't, ooh, boy, let's not get to nine losses in a row.